You're listening to a TVO podcast. Hi, Karina. Hi, Pippa. Uh, so I have to say, I just kind of can't believe that we are <laughs> recording an episode about this word, and I'm totally thrilled about it. Yeah, yeah, same. I was reflecting on this today, and I was thinking when I pitched this word to you initially, I think I was kind of joking. Yeah. But in doing the research for this, I've learned that there's actually a lot more to it. So <laughs> it's gone from joke to a fully fleshed out word bomb episode quality yeah, word. I, th- I think when you pitched it, we just like laughed about the idea <laughs> of it for 10 minutes, uh, with the idea of this happening. And and now it's happening and I, I couldn't be happier. A hundred percent. Anyway, today we're talking about the word simp. <laughs> And I just feel like, you know, like we tackle a lot of heavy, dark words on the show and we interview like very expert experts and we read like books and articles and research papers. So it's nice to just spend some time right here with a completely ridiculous word. All right, let's get into it. So simp is an insult. It can be a noun or a verb as in you're a simp or you're simping. <laughs> and it, it's usually applied to a man who you perceive to be throwing attention or money at someone, usually a woman, to get her to like them. And the key defining feature of this is that they are doing that and it is not working. Right. And everyone can tell that it isn't working. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of a fruitless attempt to suck up to someone mm-hmm. motivated by... You know, like wanting to have sex or be in a relationship with that person. Right. The implication being that a simp is a a pathetic, unmanly kind of man. Exactly. And simp is in, um, I don't, like, I don't want to say it's in good company, (laughs) but it's in, it's in... um, Bountiful company. It's in bountiful company. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it joins a bunch of other... Very misogynist, pejorative words. So we throw at men who are not, like, uh, performing masculinity up to snuff, yes. right? But to me, it's also a very situational word and has maybe more nuance and context than, say, calling someone uh, a pussy mm. or a wuss or a sissy, you know? Yeah, like, calling somebody a sissy is more general. You can be a <laughs> sissy about heights. You could be a sissy about... <laughs> skydiving i guess sure yeah but you can't be a simp about skydiving (laughs) no no so that like the state of being a simp is is actually a lot like a transitive verb i'm so sorry but you know it requires an object someone someone to be a simp to yeah all right shall i um go into the history of the word a bit now absolutely we should okay so um The word simp has become really popular in the last year, mostly thanks to Gen Z and TikTok. Mm -hmm. But to go back to its origins, um, some people think it's a short form of the word simpleton, Mm -hmm. right? Which goes all the way back to the early 1900s. The relationship there is a bit unclear and disputed, though. And there's no clear evolution from simpleton to simp. And and the definition of simpleton, which is like a foolish or gullible person, it doesn't have a ton in common with the modern definition of simp. Not really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people say simp is actually an acronym for <laughs> suckers idolizing mediocre pussy. <laughs> oh, um, that's which is so, so rough. Gross. Yeah, I know. 
Um, but this is a pretty clear case of the infamous acronym, mm-hmm. where people apply acronyms to words kind of retroactively. Um, and then some people on Urban Dictionary, very serious source, mm-hmm. claim that it's like a portmanteau of sissy and pimp, right? Like a pimp that's a sissy. I guess. <laughs> um, but of course... Like so many things, the clearer origin story is that simp started like so much of modern slang with hip hop back in the 70s, 80s, 90s. This comes up all the time. It really does. That's actually earlier than I would have expected. I I kind of thought this was one of the newer words, though. Yeah, me too, um, before I started researching. Um, But the phrase simps and suckers shows up in an iced tea track from 1987. And the meaning... um, in, in the way that he uses it in that song is definitely the same as how we use it today. It's like a man that's sort of fawning over a woman and being too subservient. It's kind of in the title, yeah. Right. And it also shows up in uh, 1990s lyrics by West Coast rappers like Too Short and E-40. Uh, Too Short actually said in a New York Times interview that he saw the word simp as the opposite of pimp or mm-hmm. like a knockoff pimp. And he also said he may have gotten exposed to the word from uh, like 1970s black exploitation movies. Anyway, this is sort of where Simp lived until it started gaining some traction on social media in the 2010s. Right. It started popping up here and there on YouTube and on Reddit. And finally, the word really took off on TikTok in 2019. That's when uh, TikTok user Polo Boy posted a clip of him posing underneath a text banner that says, if she rants to you about her relationship problems and you comfort her. And then the music changes and the text says, welcome to Simp Nation. (laughs) And for whatever reason that things go viral, it went viral. And everyone on TikTok started riffing on it and posting their own Simp Nation memes. I can't help but find this very funny. I know. I know. But I also think that the fact that it kind of blew up on TikTok in this way is really a signal to us all that Gen Z is not a monolith when it comes to ideas about gender. I feel like we can all make assumptions about the direction that gender politics are going, especially with younger generations, that it's going in this one progressive direction. Um, And there's research that supports that, of course. Like Pew Research found in uh, 2019 that a third of Gen Z kids knew someone who used gender-neutral pronouns, which is a huge jump from millennials and a much bigger jump from generations before. Right. But research is showing us that we can't paint everyone with one brush. Author Peggy Orenstein, who put out a new book in 2020 called Boys and Sex, adapted a selection of this book for The Atlantic, and we're going to link to that in the show notes She spent two years traveling all around the states, talking to young men between the ages of 16 and 21, all about masculinity and sex. And she found that while they had, in her words, like relatively egalitarian ideas about girls and women, and, you know, they're very fluent in the language of like toxic masculinity, Mm -hmm. their ideas about masculinity for themselves were, as she put it, contracting. Interesting. They still described the quote, ideal man in sort of like 1950s language, like dominance, Mm. aggression, athleticism, sexual prowess, stoicism. Right. So while options for women or girls and gender nonconforming people are expanding, some boys and men in this age are actually trying to kind of fit into an even narrower idea of acceptable masculinity. And I think this is really sad and a little bit scary. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. In her piece for The Atlantic, she also cites a study that compared men from the U.S. to men from the U.K. and Mexico and found that American boys and men get more messages than the other groups that they should control women, that, like, they should know where their girlfriends or their wives are at all times, which I think is actually a huge part of the simp culture. It's sort of about the male relationship to women and not necessarily about actually having, like, healthy relationships with women. Right, yeah. All this to say we can't just assume that gender views are progressing in one monolithic way. And I think this is really shown by how Gen Z dogpiled pretty enthusiastically onto the idea of a simp being very hateable and very pathetic. Right, yeah. I mean, if you actually are a simp... <laughs> you I, Like, what I mean is, if you actually are just acting a certain way to score with someone um, and being insincere in that way, that is pretty hateable. Um... But obviously, if every time anyone is friendly or helpful to a woman for any reason they're called a simp, that's that's harmful to women and men, right? Yeah, and it sort of sets up like this antagonistic, like us versus them dynamic around gender. Mm-hmm. I mean, like gender is obviously a spectrum, but it does have this very like binary feel to it. Yeah. And I think simp is also sort of this accusation that a man is like betraying his gender. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that being helpful or friendly or defending women in any way is a show of pathetic subservience and has no place in a man's behavior. Mm -hmm. Peggy Ornstein also said that in some of her interviews, these boys or men would say that acting (laughs) romantically with a girl is seen as gay or less flattering terms. That's, uh, (laughs) That's outstanding. Yeah. It's really tragic. Yeah. Do you remember the meme, fellas, is it gay, if... Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. On Twitter, right? Yeah, it's just like a stupid Twitter joke format where you say, you know, fellas, is it gay, too? And then something totally mundane. And the joke being that masculinity is so fragile now that, like, anything normal is seen as being, like, gay. And that's a bad thing in this joke world they're living in. Right, right. The one that was shared around a lot was, fellas, is it gay to take out the trash? Because, I mean, men are trash, so you're basically taking out another man. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this perfectly encapsulates this word. Like, it's less masculine and less heterosexual to like and support women, which is really, yeah, really tragic (laughs) and and very funny. Yeah. or, or to take this idea kind of farther back, uh, it makes me think of no homo. Oh my god, no homo! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was actually big in my elementary and like early high school. Same. Yeah, I mean, a guy would just sort of tack it onto the end of anything that could be perceived as a gay double entendre, yeah. or even just like anything that could be perceived as soft or emotional. <laughs> like you're my best friend, no homo, right? <laughs> It's so sad. It's so sad and so limiting. And I think the, like, slang that exists around this really points to that. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, men should be allowed to be affectionate and, you know. Emotional and... Yeah. I think with this, we're, like, (laughs) we're coming up to homophobic language, even though, you know, it's not, like, technically homophobic. Yeah, it's, it's literally a word for men trying to attract women and doing a bad job of it. Yeah. But it's in, like, a homophobic universe of words, I think, even though it's not itself, like, outright homophobic. Definitely, yeah. In reality, there are all sorts of terms for men who, you know, quote-unquote, suck up to women or or aren't being masculine enough. 
um, like whipped or soft or soft boy or or beta or cuck. <laughs> and they range from like pretty mainstream, like whipped to pretty specific, like cuck, right? Which... Yeah. I mean, I remember watching the Simpsons episode where Homer buys like a, what is it? He buys a snowplow or something, like a huge truck. Mr. Plow. Yeah. And, and the salesperson... He's like, I'm not going to buy this thing. And the salesperson just goes, whoosh, whoosh, and he buys it. Like, he, oh. yeah. Um, and that was, you know, when I was a kid, it's a it's a pretty old, like, accepted idea. <laughs> idea. Right. And these terms have been weaponized enough recently that platforms have had to start taking action. Like Twitch actually banned the use of the word simp in their new sexual harassment policy last year, along with the word virgin and incel when they're used in a harassing way. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So while we're laughing about these words, there's definitely like a lot of darkness there that we're probably just not experiencing because I don't spend a lot of time on Twitch. Yes, right. One big thing that I found really encouraging, I mean, like terms like this, you can kind of get in, into a like dark spiral. Yeah. But but one thing I thought was really encouraging is that simp pretty quickly, I feel, is leaving the sincere usage and getting sort of diluted down and joked about and parodied. A hundred percent. And I think yeah. that's why it's fun to explore for us and not just depressing, because now I see people all the time jokingly calling themselves simps for, like, you know, their favorite celebrity or band or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's more often that I see it used ironically or jokingly or mockingly than than sincerely. Or, or people refer to, like, a fan base for a band or musicians or something as simps or a simp club for that band, right? Yeah, like, it's become synonymous more with, like, standing something or someone, which... It has its own fun etymology because it literally comes from an Eminem song. Like, I thought Eminem yeah. must have been making a reference, and I looked this up. Eminem made a song about an obsessive fan, and then it turned into a verb to stand. Yeah, yeah. I love it. There's a New York Times article about this where they quote Gretchen McCullough, who's mm -hmm. a Canadian linguist who we've often quoted on this show. And she says it's like a self-deprecating move, sort of like putting yourself down about how you're fawning over the celebrity so that nobody else can do it first. I could see that being self-deprecating, but also there's a lot of pride in being like the number one fan of something mm -hmm. to to be like a big simp for yeah, something, maybe. Yeah. Um Karina, who are you who are you a simp for? <laughs> um <laughs> who am I a simp for? Uh like celebrity wise? Uh yeah. oh God. <laughs> Kevin Bacon? <laughs> Oh my god! I knew this about you, but like, really? I I can't believe it would come I up here. I love him. I love him. Wow! Like, I can't explain myself. Just, he is he's great. great. He is really great. I feel like as soon as I learned about simp, we'd already moved on to joking about it, and yes. maybe that's just me being out of touch, which I sometimes <laughs> am. Be the first to admit it. But I think the first time I heard the word, I was at a house party with a group of friends. And someone's boyfriend was on the way to the fridge and said to her, want me to grab you a beer? And she she instantly called him, her own boyfriend, a simp, <laughs> like for her. Um, 
I also just think it's a funny sounding word in general. It is. It's a very it's a very funny sounding word and it's a very it's a very fun and sad word to laugh at. Yeah. Yeah. I think it does have some very serious and sad implications about how boys or men are feeling about masculinity right now. Totally. I mean, we're obviously part of the demographic that's joking about this word now and in some circles it like, obviously has not moved on, as we saw with the fact that Twitch had to ban it, right? Mm-hmm. But I also love this word for us because so many of the words that we cover on this show have a really dark trajectory where, like, you know, through time they've been twisted or misused or appropriated in some way. And Simp, I feel like, is the rare redemption story. Like, yeah. its origins are very gross and misogynistic, but it's gotten to this place where we can laugh at it and like appreciate what a weird word it is yeah and yeah i'm really glad we got to talk about it me too (laughs) (laughs) all right i think i think that's that's all we can say about simps thanks for listening to our podcast thanks 